<laughs> Hi, Facebook. What's up, y'all? Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? All 4,100 of you. No, it only really be like about 20 people, 10 on the um thing. And I am not going to be able to get on Instagram because my phone is dead. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's just me, y'all. <laughs> y'all know the quarry is... Step down from being host. We talked about that last week it, or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I talked about that two weeks ago. If you did not catch that podcast, uh, when I talked about Fat Mom, Patrice came on a little later. Go catch it. I made some announcements. The where it's at on like Spotify and Apple and all of that, you don't get the beginning because I edited it, some of that out. Uh, me crying and all that stuff. I edited that out. So if you want to see the beginning where the announcements were made, you're going to have to find it and watch it in the group. You have to find it and watch it in the group. But I did announce on that podcast that LaCory was stepping down from host. She is still going to be very active in the Black Girl Book Club podcast community in the group. She's just not going to be up on here talking about the books with us all the time. She may make a guest appearance here and there, but she's not going to be up here talking all the time. So I did make hey, hey, Rhonda. Um, Again, if y'all was on that podcast, I made some announcements. I was crying and everything. So just so y'all know, thank y'all so much. When I tell y'all this community has showed up for me, like the messages that I have received, the love, support. I've received cards in the mail. <laughs> oh my God. Thank y'all so much. It is much appreciated and it was so needed. Like y'all do not know. Y'all, y'all my girl. About girls, it was so much needed, but I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for checking on me. But I am in a much better headspace than I was the last time I was on her. I knew I needed that week off, but I am back. I'm back. It is time to get into these books. But before we do, I do have some housekeeping items. So if y'all don't know, the Black Girl Book Club podcast has been nominated for another literary award, actually three, in three different categories for the same award. So I'm not sure if you all are familiar with the Lit Literary Awards. It's put on by Black Girls Who Write It. Uh, but they have a huge community. They do a lot of works in the literary community. But we are Black Girls Who Write. I had it right. Uh, we are nominated for three awards in three different categories. So if you have not voted for the Black Girl Book Club podcast in the Lit Awards, you can. So let me, um, I'm going to put the link in the comments of this where I'm at right now. Hold on. So let me get y'all. Okay, I'm going to put it in there. So that is where you can vote for the Lit Awards. And vote for your favorite authors and all of that. Those are all there as well. I had a lot of fun voting, as I always do. And then I think you can still vote for the Gem Awards as well. 
we're nominated there too. So you can still vote for them. So let me grab that. The Literary Gem Awards, you can still vote for that. So I'm gonna put that in the comments also. So don't forget to go vote, go and vote. It feels really, really, really good. Hey, Debbie, to be recognized for the work that we've done in the literary community over the past two years to be recognized. Thank you for everybody who got us nominated because I know y'all had to vote for that as well. And let me see, y'all, I've been struggling with this TikTok challenge, but I am doing it, okay? So if you are not following me, not the Black Girl Book Club podcast, because I'm doing this as a, I don't want to say book blogger, but I guess you could say book blogger. I'm doing this on my accounts on TikTok and Instagram. So it's just right, sis, J-U-S-T dot S-I-S dot W-R-I-T-E. That's me on TikTok and Instagram. And that's where I'm doing the TikTok challenge, but I'm doing it. I'm going to post, I think I posted the first one that I did in here. I'll post the other one that I did in here as well. That one was kind of long and drawn out, but listen, I'm getting it done. So we are still doing this damn TikTok challenge. Y'all better do it with me because I'm doing this by myself. Okay, so, okay, boom, that was housekeeping. So tonight we are talking about the point of no return by NACO. And y'all, my girl, so I'm gonna be honest with y'all, okay? Read this book before. And the first time I read it, I was getting all the feels and it was really, really, really good to me. But reading it this second time, these young people got on my nerves. I know I sound like an old lady, but they got on my last nerve. Papa and little Miss Demi. I have a little cousin named Demi, and we call her Dim Dim. But that's what I want to call her. Papa and Demi got on my nerves. I'm like, these kids, they need to go somewhere and sit their asses down, okay? So if anybody got that, you weren't alone. Put in the comments if you was tired of Demi and Papa in this book because Demi and Papa got on my last damn nerves this time around. Was They weren't stressing me. I was just over the back and forth that they were going to. But the reason why we chose this book, i.e. I chose this book, was because we are talking about soul ties this month. Okay? We talking about soul ties. And so... I'm going to incorporate soul ties. I'm going to do things a little bit different because it wasn't a lot that happened in this book. That is what I was saying about Papa. Girl, I'm, I'm, I was over it. I was tired of Papa ass. He needs to go see his little Nipsey Hussle look ass down somewhere. But I'm going to incorporate soul ties into this book. So I'm going to do things a little different tonight. I told y'all LaCorey stepped down and Patrice is still on mama duty. Baby, basketball is holding her hostage. She is fighting for her life. She says she's not doing it next week. She's going to be here next week, but she's still fighting for her life at basketball. So y'all just got me. <laughs> I'm serious. So anywho... So we're talking about soul ties. So we're going to start it off. I'm going to tell y'all who the key players are in the book. Y'all see I got my life together. I got a whole notepad over here with my names and stuff on it, baby. <laughs> okay. So 
Patrice. Yes, honey. So we got Papa. He is the main male character. Papa is 23. Correct me if I am wrong. A 23-year-old man. In the book, they describe him as looking like Nipsey Hustle. So think tall, lanky with the braids, super cute, heartthrob. If you into like the thuggish, ruggish baby. When I was a teenager, honey, if Nipsey Hustle would have been anti word around, it would Lauren London would have had to take a vaccine, baby. Okay, because that was all the way my my move back then. So that's the main male character. Then you have Demi, the um, pre-ballerina. So just think brown skin. I know Patrice was putting Lauren London in here, but I'm like, that ain't Demi. She was like, think ballerina. So they be like real skinny toned, you know, flexible, but little brown skin girl. They She kind of painted her as naive, but... I was kind of getting up if you buck from Demi too. Yes, honey. Who is that, Celeste? Yeah, put her picture in here if you if you trying to tell us. And then you have the rain, the mama. I put bitch mother. <laughs> because she got on my damn nerves to her and her motherfucking pills. <laughs> For real. And then you got Isaac, the daddy, who I also wanted to give some hands to because, sir, get a backbone. Don't let your wife do your daughter like this. Okay. So those are like the main characters. It was some other people you have. If you read Nako's books, you know that there's an underworld. So some of the characters from the underworld were um, mentioned in the book. Um, if you haven't read her books, if you haven't read the underworld, you want to go read the underworld, that's like a big deal. Okay. I actually have not read it. Patrice has been telling me to read it for a long time, but it's like 50 million books in the series and that will always scare me away every single time. You talking about more than three books? Yeah, I'm going to have to sit that one out. So, but yeah, some people from the underworld and then Demi had some friends, but they didn't have like significant roles or anything like that. So let's get into the book. Okay, so the book starts off. Now, the beginning of this book is what had me like, like when you read the beginning, you have to know what happened because she starts off. Well, Rhonda, go read it. If you love that series, leave me out of it. I will read, I ain't gonna say the only way I would read, but the books would have to be short, like less than 100 pages, but I'm not reading 50 million, 400 page books. No, mm -mm. but I think they're all connected in some way, but I think they can probably all be read as standalones. You just won't know when they're mentioned in other books. Anywho, I'm getting off track. So let me get back in the car. So the book starts off so good. So you have this ballerina chick who is um, up for this big role. Damn, I can't remember what she was um, auditioning for, but she was auditioning for a black swan, I want to say. She was auditioning for this big role as a ballerina. Like if you're a ballerina, you want this role, okay? 
So it, you know, it goes into detail as to, you know, you know, what's going on during the scene. You can kind of see it. I'm thinking, um, that one thing that was really popular. It's actually Save the Last Dance. I'm getting Save the Last Dance. Wasn't she was she a ballerina? And Save the Last Dance, y'all let me know. Anywho, so that's what I'm getting from this. So Demi thinks that she didn't get the part because they waited to call her number. So she is like almost in shambles. And, you know, at this point, because she's thinking she didn't get the part. So she is like all messed up. So eventually they call her number right as she about to crash and burn and give her the role, right? So she is so excited. So she leaves um, her audition and goes straight to her man's house, okay? Go straight to her man's house because she is excited to share with him the news that she got this really nice big role or whatever, right? So he's excited for her, but there's also this mystery of what about us? So he's talking about him and their child. And she's like, I'm going to work it out. And so at this, oh, he was at the barbershop. I thought he was at the uncle house. Okay, he was at the barbershop. So he's like, she's like, he's like, what about us? Like, you know, basically like, what about your family? What about me and your baby while you are her auditioning for Black Swan? Baby, you got a whole family over here. And so she's like, I'm going to work it out. So this is how the book starts. So you were trying to figure out why she didn't left her family to be a ballerina. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> thinking, why this girl didn't left her family to be a ballerina? So then the book actually starts. So that's the prologue for the book. So you wanting to know, like, why is she not with her child and her man? So the book starts off with her um, graduating from high school. Is this her graduation high school celebration? Right? She just graduated from high school. So she's graduated from high school. She's having a graduation party. So the book starts off with um, the author, Nako, explaining her home life. So she is an only child who is loved and adored by her parents. Um, she gets anything that she wants. She's somewhat sheltered. She grew up privileged. Her parents are very prestigious people and they have prestigious friends. And, you know, she grew up in this high falutin class you know, environment, basically, right? So what are we getting from her mom? Her mom is a famous dancer. Her mom is a famous um, ballerina as well. I was just about to talk about her. From the beginning, what y'all getting from her? Like y'all feeling her, y'all not feeling her. Mama was trash. Yes, mama was trash from the very beginning. So mama is giving lady go sit somewhere down. So the mother has a drug problem. And I grew up in the crack era, right? And so when people be talking about them pills, I do not be taking it serious, even though I know that it is a very serious thing. So whenever people mention people being on pills, I'd be like, it can't be bad as crack or, you know what I'm saying? So let me know if y'all be getting it too. I know it's like a thing now and it's a very serious problem in a lot of uppity peel head, a lot of communities, but I'd be like, I don't know. I just don't be seeing it. I know it's serious. I'm not trying to make light of it, 
But in my head as a reader, I don't know. I just don't be thinking you're a drug addict unless you like really out there down in the trenches, okay, at the crack house. Okay, anywho. But her mom is a pill head. So her mom has a pill problem and her mom is very say controlling Rhonda I don't know because she to let Demi do what she wanted to do she wanted to control her dance career but to me she seemed like she let little baby fly do her little thing or whatever so she wasn't controlling when it came to her life she was controlling when it came to dance because was she living vicariously through her did she want her hey Glenda girl did she want her um to be her or did she feel like she wanted to do her dance career over again i don't know but the mama was given a bitch and she she i didn't really care for her from the very beginning and the daddy seemed like he didn't have no backbone from the very beginning and they were still the same way at the end of the book and so celeste did i forget that she admitted never loving her just living through her oh my goodness no so i guess girl that was a mess i was so done with her and demi was making me mad but anyway let's get through this so that's the beginning of the book all right that's where you got get demi at so then where's papa how did we how we introduced to him how we introduced to papa so papa comes on the scene and he is, is he, oh, they, she meet him at the party. Okay, so she leaves her graduation party and one of her friends is invited to the Hamptons for this um, shindig that they're having, right? So she leaves, like I said, her mom wasn't controlling because her mama wasn't tripping. Yeah, at the Hamptons party. So her mama wasn't tripping. She was like, all right, go ahead, have your little fun or whatever. So she left, went to the party in the Hamptons and this is where she meets Papa. So she goes and she get her a plate as soon as she gets there because little baby is hungry. <laughs> when she gets to the party. So she picks a plate upon entering the party. And Papa, like, damn, you can't speak first before you start eating. And she was like, her, take this food back. So she was like, I ain't gonna eat. And so he was kind of feeling her because I guess she had like a spitfire attitude and everything. And so um, he was like, I was just kidding. You know, just playing. So he ended up making her another plate and taking it to her. And that was kind of their introduction to each other. So I always ask this question, but was the sparks flying? Think of it like alcohol because it's legal and easily accessible. By the time the addiction is apparent, the addiction is deep. Oh, come on, girl, school me. School me on the pills. She took, huh? Now, you laugh, Debbie, no. Now she's spitting out you the food. Like, her, I don't need y'all food, baby. I got money. Don't worry about me. <laughs> so, that was their introduction to each other. So are the sparks flying? I know she was kind of attitude with him and he was feeling her, but was the sparks flying at this point or this was just like, you know, a tug of war between the two of them. So long story short, she ends up falling asleep at this party, which um, I guess her friends was doing their thing because he said they was occupied. So I guess they was getting a groove on and that's how they ended up staying there all night. But I'm like, baby, you don't know these people. You just falling asleep at the party. You just laid your head down. Oh, Debbie said the sparks was there. I 
no, I wasn't really feeling it this time. I'm telling y'all, the first time I read this book, I was like in love and getting all the feels. But the second time I read it, I, it just wasn't giving what I was wanting. <laughs> so, you know, they at this party, they fall asleep with each other. They go their separate ways. But Papa is on her heels because he is asking one of the girls that she was there with that he's connected to somehow for her information. Like he on her bed, like where the girl who was at, he called her a stallion, but in no way, shape or form was I getting stallion from Diddy. Not the ballerina was a stallion. You can't be no stallion in a ballerina. <laughs> but he called her a stallion so he was I guess in his eyes she was a stallion so he was trying to get her information so he gets her information and he calls her he take does he take her out on a date do they go on a date first I can't remember but anyway they hook up and from there they're pretty much inseparable a one for at 140 a stallion that's what i'm saying Celeste. like not 140 pounds in a stallion but i guess maybe you know hey listen don't hate do not but from that point on for the first half of the book it's pretty much them growing this relationship she kind of almost moves in with him immediately like the book kind of progresses kind of fast as far as like timeline goes because it was like they met each other. Um, they have a couple of phone calls. Then, you know, she starts staying the night over there. Oh, and Demi is a virgin. So you got bad, bad boy, naive virgin girl, which we all love that. You know, that never gets old. I know sometimes people say it do, but you know, it just gives the man a chance to like come in there and swoop her up and save her, I guess. You know, you get that vibe. So she's a virgin. She hasn't had sex. They have a few encounters where something happened where he like stuck his hand between her legs and she got mad. Like, I'm not ready for that. You moving too fast. So they kind of beefed about that a little bit. They few little beefs but nothing like really significant that stood out to me that we need to discuss okay so they had a few little beefs back and forth eventually he got in there gave it to her again not super explosive if it was explosive to you somebody put it in the comments and describe it we need a bedroom we need a backup bedroom translator if the sex was just really given between Demi and um papa the first time that they had it because it didn't yes it's definitely a young love book definitely a young adult and i usually like that young love but i don't know maybe they didn't struggle enough for me <laughs> maybe they did not struggle enough for me but because it was like they had a few little minor little issues but nothing really like big so um the relationship kind of progressed fast she kind of started like staying with him spending the night with him spending the night over his house they um you know was staying together all the time and all of this and that Rhonda it it kind of wasn't for me this time and I love Nako and I love her writing but this book just you know I don't know maybe I was a few years younger and it was just hit so her getting kicked out of school yeah that happened towards the end like it seemed like all the action store happening toward like 80 percent 
it was like, wow, you know, that's, you know, it was like, it started off that beginning. He needed a crazy baby mom. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But like the, you know, the beginning, like the prologue was like, I need to know what happened, why she got this man and his baby and da 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 so then it kind of calmed down a little bit, kind of, you know, slow burn, I guess you would say. And then like at 80%, it just picked up. She started messing back with her mama and she ain't telling the mama about the baby and all this and that. And so, but anywho, but I do, I'm going somewhere with this story because I got some other stuff to talk about. I'm gonna go a different angle tonight. So, you know, nothing really happened between them. He has some issues with the underworld, which... I don't think it was really significant to the story. Now, I was thinking when he was beefing with um Nas and um Malachi, was that his name? Um, I thought that he was finna find out something like they was plotting on him or something like that. Now that would have been real good and juicy, but nothing really ever came of that. So you got this 23-year-old guy with the oh, and Demi was 18. She was 18-year-old ballerina virgin ballerina version um who has kind of left home a little bit and started messing with him staying with him and all of that stuff right so where some kind of drama came in at was the first time that he went to go and see her dance right so this was his first encounter with her parents right his parents were deceased correct both his mom and dad were dead or maybe his mom was missing and his dad was dead something was going on with his parents but he didn't have his parents in his life so he didn't care nothing about her parents or nothing like that he wasn't about their life and so the first time that they encountered each other was um at one of her dance recitals and remember her family is um affluent they has to diddy her mom is judgmental and like i said a bitch and all of that stuff so when he meet them for the first time at this dance recital the mama got her nose up in the air right the mama got her nose up in the air she already then wrote him off like girl why would you bring this negro with these braids they who's still wearing braids <laughs> you need that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Celeste. Like, that was some juicy stuff. Like, I'm thinking when that stuff started coming into play, I'm thinking we about to get some action and nothing really came of that stuff. Right? The mama was like, just straight tripping. Like, girl, if you don't get this stuck out of here, you embarrassing me. So from that point on, her mom had kind of written her off, which I thought was really crazy. And he was tattooed up, baby, had them tattoos. I'm telling you, baby, I don't know, then mama was tripping. But the mama had written her off and him off at that point. Like, if you messing with him, I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, dang, all she doing is dating a guy. She not finna get ready to get married to him. You gonna cut off because she's dating him? So the mama, them pills had her mind messed up. <laughs> the pills had took the mama mind. She had been on them pills since she was a dancer. So she had been on pills for a long time. The pills had then warped her mind because you just really sending your baby out there to the wolves at this point. If you don't want her to be with him because you think that he's a bad person, you basically just pushed her into his arms is what you've done. 
So the mama wrote her off. So now her and Papa is in this relationship. She's basically living with him, even though she has her own place that her father has purchased for her. She don't ever want to go home. They're inseparable, all of this and that. Eventually, okay, they having this raw sex. She's not on birth control. Nobody wants any kids, but they still doing it raw and no birth control. So of course she gets pregnant. And now they finna get ready to have a baby. Neither one of them wanted. So that was messed up. Didn't nobody want no baby, but she got pregnant. They were happy about the pregnancy. And then she gives birth. Okay. And after she gives birth, her mother comes back into her life after when her son is turning one. So again, this story is progressing along kind of quickly. When her son turns one, she had a little baby boy. When he turned, Papa and got shot a couple of times, which again, it really, nothing really came of that. But Papa and got shot a couple of times. Their relationship is pretty smooth sailing. Nothing is really happening with their relationship. They just in love. Papa got shot a couple of times, but he lived. Um, nothing really came of that. So when her baby turned one, her mama was like, her mama had been to rehab. Her daddy left her mama. He got him a girlfriend in Florida. Okay. So I was happy about that, even though Isaac really got on my nerves. But so then after her baby turned one, her mom came back into her life and was like, I know somebody who's looking for a really good dancer. You should start, you know, rehearsing again so that you can get this role or so that you can get this part, okay, from the beginning. So think back to the beginning. We had a flashback, or we flashing forward something. So that she, her mama, like, you need to start, you know, working so that you can get this part, I guess, for the Black Swan. So that was like her mom's introduction back into her life. And she thought that her mother was trying to make amends, but her mama was really not. Her mom just was still wanting her to become this, dancer the best dancer ever um so her mom that's what her mom came back into her life for and then okay so y'all tell me this <laughs> on one hand i felt like she told her mama that she was pregnant right girl i was like i was more mad at demi though because she allowed her to treat her that way than i was with the mama i had already written the mama off demi on the other hand it was like girl why would you let this lady play you like this you don't need her you can go get anybody to teach you how to dance i know her mama was like dance dance but still like you don't let nobody do you like that she never told her mama she was pregnant felt like i had read that she told her mama she was pregnant and her mama got mad so no her mama never knew Okay, so after she done had this baby, he one years old, her mama comes back into her life. She is scared to tell her mother that she has a child. So she is hiding this child from her mother. <laughs> Which she is still young. She's still young. So I guess you kind of got to give her a break because what at this point she's 19, maybe 20, but she's still hiding this baby from her mother after she's seeing her mother every day going you know they're practicing rehearsing for her to get this part her mama like you know I guess her mama didn't really ask her about her life so she really didn't have a reason to tell her about the baby but girl yes 
girl yeah she is hiding this baby from her mama now this is her grandbaby this is mama grandbaby but the mom didn't care about nobody but them pills so i guess she didn't really need to tell her so girl i would not have nothing to do with my mama if she treated me like that like girl go sit down somewhere don't even call me i would have loved for her to have hung up in her mama's face when she called her at their birthday party and she like what you doing and she like nothing no baby i'm celebrating my son's first birthday click and she still had papa then she started treating them bad she wasn't seeing the baby no more she wasn't going home because she trying to rehearse and please her mother right so eventually she reveals her family, which is Papa and the baby to her mother. Girl, because, but we finna talk about that in a minute. Y'all hang, y'all stay with me. Y'all stay with me. So, um, she eventually reveals her baby to her mother and she was tired, I guess. And then, um, her and Papa, because I thought they was finna start having issues. That would have been, like, really good if that would have, like, you know, came out in the book. Like, where he was like, you got to choose. You got to choose between dancing or us. Because you, right now, you choosing dancing over us. So, you need to make, you know. But he kind of, you know, was still there for her. Tried to be there for her and everything while she was going through this transition. Then, eventually... Did her mother ever come around? I know they all ended up at, when she got the role as the Black Swan, they all ended up at that, um, at her show and everything. The Underworld family, Papa, the baby, her mama, everybody ended up there. And that's kind of how the book ended. So that was basically the book, okay? But tonight we are talking about Soul Ties. February, because she knew it was her dream she you think the mama wanted her to dance because she knew it was her dream or it was the mama dream for her to dance he made her spend time with the baby girl he woke up that night he said you get your ass in there you gonna see that baby you better go spend some time with my baby yes 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 all of that good stuff so anywho so we're talking about soul ties for the month of february okay and so wanted to break little miss demi and mr papa down and just see kind of what happened because i was like they didn't really have a soul tie from when i the reason that i picked this book was because for some reason i thought they had broke up and she went off to dance and then somehow they got back together with the baby or something like that i had made up a whole nother story in my head but that was not the case that's why i probably should have read this again before i picked it but I'm, I got a point. I'm about to bring it home. So you have Papa, okay? He has no parents, okay? He has his uncle who's he's experienced some type of love for. But basically, he really don't really know what love is, has never really experienced it. He just been out there hustling, getting it how he lived, right? They broke up for a couple of months and got back together. Okay, Debbie. So, yes, maybe they did have a soul tie, right? So, who think that they had a soul tie and who think that, I don't know, they just had puppy love? They had a good little break. So, do y'all think that they had a soul tie? Was this a soul tie or not, right? Then you have Demi, right? Now, it looks like she may have love in her home. 
it looks like she may have been loved, but really to me, she was being used. They weren't soul ties or soulmates. Just what's the difference, Celeste? If you don't mind sharing, what's the difference in that? Okay. So to me, to me, right? When I think about a soul tie, soul ties can be good or bad, right? I feel like they were both in need of something or searching for something, right? That love that Demi wasn't getting from her mother or her father, because I felt like he had played a backseat and gave her money to make up for allowing her mother to treat her like a little Barbie doll or whatever, whatever, right? And then you have Papa, who's never experienced a family or, you know, like a real kinship or, you know, anything like that. So I'm thinking that maybe they used their relationship as a way to develop the love that they were missing. If I am wrong, let me know. So I looked up some things that will make people think that they have a soul tie, but it may or may not be a soul tie, right? So one thing that can make people think that they have a soul tie, but they it may or may not really be one, is that you feel comfortable around someone almost immediately, right? Like you gravitate towards them because you feel some kind of comfortableness with them. And I think with Papa and with Demi, that night that they met at the party, they felt some kind of, comfortability if that's is that a word they felt some kind of comfortableness between the two of them like like they knew each other already would that be considered a soul tie right so if you feel comfortable with somebody um off the bed right so if you immediately feel comfortable around them or you value their opinion. I felt like Papa had kind of, um, he not was controlling over her, but he had a lot of say in what she did and didn't do. Like she held his, what he had to say to, to a high regard. So that could have made her think that she was in love or had a soul tie because she, held his word up in such high regard am i losing y'all or y'all y'all getting this soul ties come into the world together split and then reconnect later in life come on celeste but what's the difference between that can you feel them in their absence so what's the difference between a soul tie and what else did you say, Celeste? You said a um, soul tie, a kismet, or a soul mate. What's the difference between a soul tie and a soul mate? Right? Sometimes you just feel good around somebody. Get together for lessons learned. Ooh. Oh, Celeste. Celeste is teaching tonight. She is teaching us come together for a lesson wow so do you think that people mistake are they interchangeable like can you meet somebody and they can be out kissing um 
Yo, um, a soul tie, and then they turn into a soulmate, or they turn start off as a soulmate and turn into a soul tie, or you know what I'm saying? Are they interchangeable? But I think that sometimes we feel like people are soul ties or soulmates or whatever, and a soul tie is when you can't get out of the situation, whatever it is. Okay, Rhonda and Celeste, now y'all telling me two different things now. Most relationship. A lesson learned. Wow. Yeah. I like that, Celeste. I'm gonna look into that deeper. Let's let's discuss that more on the page this week. And just kind of like, you know, y'all pop some stuff up about what y'all think about these these different terms or how y'all feel. But I think a lot of the time people think they're in these types of relationships when really you're feeling a void that you are missing, which we all, most of us, most people have them because uh, we're humans and we're raised by humans, right? So there's a lot of things, a lot of voids. Soul ties come into the world together. That's interesting. That's That's very interesting. That's very interesting. But I think that a lot of time we think that we are um, soul tying and soul mating and all that stuff with people when I guess the less you're right. They're really a lesson for us to experience or an experience that we're supposed to have. Um, and But sometimes we connect ourselves with these people thinking that this is a long-term long thing when really it's just a lesson. <laughs> oh lord the spirit is announced tonight i'm like whoa um yeah so y'all let me know what y'all think soulmates can be platonic or romantic okay okay so let's know it she she listen she got her phd in soul ties so it for papa and um demi if you um, I feel like this would be a good book. Like people are always asking for suggestions for young people to, you know, kind of read <laughs> for young people. Like if you have a niece or a young adult, you know, that's maybe just getting into, um, it is some sex in there, some cursing and all of that stuff. But I mean, if they of age to me, my kids is getting it because we be cussing around her all the time. So I think this was probably like a look kind of tamer book. It wasn't too much going on in there. They was cussing, they was having sex. But outside of that, it wasn't too, too much going on. And it grew them up. Oh, and Debbie said in violence. I guess you can say that was violence. He did get shot two times, but it was so quick to me. It was like, boom, boom, boom. And then at one time he had on that blood of food <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that bulletproof vest that uh, Unc was acting all dramatic like he was gone up to the upper room. I'm like, right? So it's a violence in there, but like stuff to me, like if your kids watch TV, if they be on TikTok or anything like that, baby, they're getting all that on a daily basis. I'm saying like it what like we read books even with young adults and it be deep. Like when you think about um, saving sunflowers, the first thing that came to my mind, some of the stuff that Dominique experienced, I don't know if you'll want your kid, you know, 
reading about that. They was young, they were young, they were, you know, young adults, but it was still kind of like a lot what he experienced with his mom and you know, that kind of thing. So I think this would be a good little teenager book. You know, my kids kind of hood, so and a lot of young people I know kind of hood. So I would recommend this book to them. But as a 42-year-old woman, I don't know what I was going through when I read this book. <laughs> it didn't for me this time around okay but it was a good book Nako always does her thing check out the underworld if you have not read it and next week is uh I don't think I never found that out it only and then that was something else that happened with Mary Jane that was something else that whatever came of Mary Jane and all of that, it was like he slept with her to keep popping in check. But man, I would have loved to have read like that was a great storyline right there. It I never, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I literally just keep saying, I don't know, because I don't think anything, it never, yeah, not nah, smash Mary Jane. But like if that was good, like that was some good stuff. Maybe it's in another book, so let's see. Yeah, we might have to read some more. So, um, Patrice has read a lot of her books, and so maybe we need to ask Patrice. Nas was in. Is she the reason? I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but quickly. Yeah, you have to read the entire series to get the answers. I guess you do. I guess you do. But um, yeah, this was a cute little love story with some little young people in it. I mean, like, you know, sometimes we be reading like some hard stuff and with a lot of crazy stuff going on in it. I've been hearing y'all been reading this little crazy series going around lately. I'm gonna get into it one day. Right now, I don't know if I can handle it, but I'm gonna get into it one day. Um, so this was like a nice. Who is Miko's husband? Is is she the reason? I think it is. It might be not. Oh, somebody um answer Rhonda. But yes. So next week is our listening party for can y'all believe the vow is coming out on Audible? So next week is our listening party. I'm gonna get that together over the course of this next week. You guys will get an invitation. The only way that you can attend the listening party will be if you have purchased the Audible. That is like your entry that's your ticket to entry so you're going to have to provide some kind of proof that you bought the um the audible and we are going to have a um listening party which means that we will not be in the group or on instagram next week this is going to be like a private listening party zoom type of deal with some special guests and all of that good stuff is going to be fun it's going to be exciting we will not be sitting there just listening to the whole book we don't have the time to do it we just gonna have some little stuff going on we're gonna have some talking points we're going to listen to pieces of it um and that kind of thing and like I said we're gonna have some special guests so it's just gonna be like a girl's night some girls time to just like commemorate this beautiful body of work our Denny and Nika story yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's going on next week. Um, Y'all know I'm a little bit of slow right now, but I'm going to try to get a newsletter out to you all so that you can see what we've got going on so that you'll have all the stuff that I've been discussing on paper and all of that good stuff. So next week is going to be a lot of fun. If you have not gotten your um your Audible for um Denny, what is the name of that book? What's the name of that book? I devout. Um, go ahead and get it so you can attend the listening party next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come to that. And thank you guys for joining me tonight. I do this podcast thing, you guys. It's 8.51. Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about for a whole hour because uh, Pepper and Demi didn't have nothing going on in this book. But I did it. And I got it out. And I got it out there. Okay. Yes. All right, Debbie. Not your man. Okay. My man, my man, my man. So, <laughs> but yeah, so next week is the listening party. And then the week after that is, I know we're talking about um, More Than a Crush by Nicole Jackson. And what else are we talking about? Uh, One other book, but y'all, I'll, I'll let y'all know I'm post. So, um, yes. So I will talk to you guys next week. See you guys next week in our listening party. Um, y'all better do that TikTok channel. Somebody post a video because I'm feel like I'm alone in this. Y'all need to help a sister out. Okay. Uh, and I'll talk to y'all next week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye. <laughs>